Hey, welcome to episode 69 of the Hockey Free For All podcast. I am your host, Steven Stiles, and we are back again already. And what makes it even more fun than normal is the training camps and preseason are well underway as games are starting to be played, which means we're going to switch our focus to those very topics. Starting with who's complaining now about the first round selection, fifth overall in the 2023 draft in Nashville this past June, David Reinbacher. David Reinbacher has looked phenomenal. And he, along with another right-handed defensive prospect, met with some disagreement of selection a few years ago in 2021. Logan Mylou, with the 31st pick overall in that draft, also has looked phenomenal and been heads and shoulders above at the rookie camp, the tournament before that, and in preseason games have not looked out of place. Is there some growing? Sure, that's to be expected, but they look really, really solid. And with that, the Canadians now have two top-pairing right-handed defensemen like no other organization does in the league in their prospect pool. So it makes me wonder, were all the self-proclaimed experts and geniuses are these days that had absolutely nothing good to say about these two selections and how the Canadians completely missed the boat on these picks. There was so much better talent available when it came Montreal's time to draft and make these selections. That's got to sting. That's got to sting a lot. Talk about egg all over your face. Wow. Two completely different talents though, but two great picks that will alter the trajectory of the organization for well over a decade. And I have nothing but respect for people who have decided on who they're going to draft, what's best for the organization, and stands their ground and doesn't listen to these self-proclaimed experts and all of the criticism that they want to make without having even remotely the ability to serve in that position. Let's start with the selection of Logan Mylou, the 31st pick overall in the 2021 NHL entry draft by then general manager Mark Bergevin, who the majority was aghast and just in disbelief of his selection of Logan Mylou, who also recanted himself from that draft and said, don't select me. Was it a mistake? drafting Logan Mylou? Now, let's clarify something here. Did Logan Mylou make a critical mistake? Yes, there's absolutely no question about that. But Logan Mylou has paid his fines, levied against him by the Swedish government. Logan Mylou was suspended by the Ontario Junior Hockey League. Logan Mylou was enrolled and attended an in-depth counseling program. Logan Mylou was not allowed to participate in the following rookie training camp after being drafted, was suspended from playing in the NHL, was suspended from playing in the NHL. After all that, went on to have an outstanding season and playoffs for the London Knights of the OHL this season under the guidance of Dale and Mark Hunter and has now been reinstated in the National Hockey League and will be allowed to play. Logan Mylou has paid the price for his mistake or if some prefer his heir or his very poor judgment. As there's absolutely no condoning of any kind for his actions at 17 years of age, it is extremely interesting to know that the price Logan Mylou has paid for his actions far exceeds the price others have paid for doing even more horrible, horrific, unimaginable, heinous things. Again, not minimizing his actions or trying to downplay anything. There are people who have committed very 
violent crimes and have been punished far less. Yet there is a crucifixion desire out there for Logan Mylou to want to paint him as the most evil person that's ever walked the planet. There is, without a question, stupidity abound at 17 years of age. It's in no way a valid excuse. But 17 years old is rarely confused with being one of the smartest times in most lives. He learned from it. He's already voiced that he intends to be a poster man for the cause. He's also said he wishes everyone from at least age 15 and up had the opportunity to attend a program like he has. It would positively change so much of what people do or even consider. Logan Mylou is not the Antichrist. He's not the most evil person that walks the planet. He's a good kid who made a bad decision and bad choice. He was rated between 13th and 18th overall in the 2021 NHL entry draft. And general manager at the time, Mark Bergman, stuck his neck out, likely put his own job on the line doing so, and had to know that there would be at least some level of public backlash when he selected Logan Mylou anyways with the 31st pick overall in the 2021 draft. But Mark Bergman also knew Mylou was by far the best player in talent remaining on the draft board when their selection came around. He was right. The play of Logan Mylou, both in the regular season and in the playoffs last year for the London Knights, followed by the tournament this year, followed by the rookie camps, now in preseason, has cemented the selection of Logan Mylou. Yeah, Logan Mylou dropped in the laps of the Montreal Canadiens for all the wrong reasons, but it was the beginning of a transformational process for both Logan Mylou and the most storied franchise in pro sports. And both are far better off today than they were then, as everyone's eyes has been widely open. Now, let's move the discussion to this year's first round pick, fifth overall at the 2023 NHL entry draft in Nashville, right-handed defenseman David Reinbacher. Let's start with a term that has found its way in to pro drafts and other sport discussions that doesn't belong in either in any way, shape, or form. I have no idea who thought this was an appropriate term, but apparently David Reinbacher's selection was not the sexy pick that everyone envisioned or wanted the Montreal Canadiens to make at the 2023 NHL entry draft. The what? The term sexy pick perhaps is appropriate for the clothing industry, perhaps for the perfume or makeup industries, but it has no place or viable reference in sports, automotive, food, just about anything else you can think of. And apparently, this unsexy pick was such disappointment to many fans by the selection of David Reinbacher, as there was a tremendous preference to see the Montreal Canadiens select either Russian right winger Matt V. Mitchkoff, who, by the way, continues to have issues, hasn't played well, is apparently not a team player, is apparently not easy to coach and work with either, and remains to be seen whether he actually makes it to the NHL ever. Should he? Odds would say yes. Will he? Who knows? There's a lot of uncontrolled factors there, which really comes down to the reason why the Montreal Canadiens didn't draft him. Too much unknown. But apparently, the again, the so-called experts here, wanted to throw all that caution to the wind. Oh, we gotta take him. Gotta take him. Uh-huh. Okay. Other players that were much preferred, apparently, center Will Smith, which would have been my choice if he was still available, but he wasn't. He went in the top four. He ended up going to San Jose. Right wing, Ryan Leonard. Definitely an option. But Montreal held their ground. Even though there was very high-end offensive talent available, even though Smith, along with Leonard, and many other talented players that will all start their freshman year at Boston College this year on a loaded, talented team, Montreal decided to go with a cornerstone, right-handed, franchise-rated defenseman in David Reinbacher. 
which for those in the know have said forever that that is even harder to find draft and harder to trade for. But I want to move the conversation a little bit before I continue with David Reinbacher, because I have to wonder how many people have even stopped for a second and thought about something. Think about what Montreal's defense can now ice in the very near future as a starting six set of defensemen. Consider this. David Reinbacher and Lane Hudson. Logan Mylou and Arbor Jackeye. Adam Ingstrom with Caden Gooley. And that starting six, by the way, doesn't even include Jordan Harris, Jason Struble, William Trudeau, Bogdan Kajikov. Montreal has an embarrassing amount of defensive riches. No other team in the league even comes remotely close. That is nothing short of amazing defensive prospect depth. And to continue to drive this point home, let's also not forget to remember and consider all those teams that the Montreal Canadiens organization and the fans reminisce about and sorely have missed for so long the great dynasties of the 50s, 60s, and 70s. How many fewer Stanley Cups would those teams have won and would those dynasties have even existed without Butch Bouchard, Doug Harvey, Tom Johnson, Jean-Guy Talbot, J.C. Tremblay, Jacques Lemaire, Noel Picard, Serge Savard, Carol Vadney, Guy Lapointe, Pierre Bouchard, Terry Harper, Larry Robinson, John Van Boxmeer, Rick Chartres, Bill Nyroff, Brian Ingram, Gilles Lupien, and Rod Langway. Defense and the quality of it determines champions of all sports with very few exceptions on even rarer occasions. When all the cards and the stars align perfectly on those unique rare occasions where just everything falls into place. With all of that said, unfortunately, though, there remains a very dark side that's extremely difficult to understand regarding the selection of prospect David Reinbacher. On two separate occasions now, this defensive prospect has been accosted and interrogated by self-appointed experts who have clearly demonstrated an absolute cluelessness. Not only has it been absolutely astounding and stunning, but it's been completely unprofessional and incompetent the way that he was directly attacked on social media on his site fine you didn't like the pick you know what you're not the general manager you're not an owner team doesn't belong to you people have believed that it's their team it's not it can move at any time you've got nothing to say about it and that goes for any all sports franchises fine these idiots wanted montreal to draft the russian right winger matt v mitchkoff with all the unknowns with a less than spectacular work ethic and inconsistency in his game to date oh but we you know we still gotta draft him he could become he could be the next fill in the blank whatever that is professionals don't roll the dice and take those kind of chances with top five selections you can just like that rare occasion when everything falls into place and works that's about the best you have to look forward to in these kind of situations it's not going to work out and play out well 99.9 percent of the time and if matt v mitchkoff goes on with the philadelphia flyers to have a solid career and be a game changer good for him best of luck but when david reinbacher in 10 to 15 years is still in montreal is still a imposing physical player great offensive player has solid defensive instincts can shoot pass score from the point deep close in has all the excellent lateral movement transitional game and it's still there tell me how bad of a draft choice that was i have more confidence that david reinbacher will be a star in the nhl than matt v mitchkoff will matt v mitchkoff may never even get to the nhl that remains to be seen reinbacher and the 
already strong play that he's had in the preseason, just about other than injury, taking it away from him guarantees he will be there and he will be a top right defensive pairing player. Either number one with somebody or number two with somebody, but he will definitely be fundamentally and foundationally a cornerstone of the Montreal franchise. But to attack an 18-year-old kid who's just starting to live his lifelong dream that he's trained his whole life for because you didn't like the pick? What are you, stupid? Who behaves that way? And not only who behaves that way, what kind of a moron either does or agrees with people that voice their anger towards somebody who has no impact, had no role to play or responsibility for being select, and you just think you can direct your anger at somebody radically and unprofessionally, displaying just an astounding lack of ethics and integrity? No, no you can't. And here's the really sad part about it. Was it learned from? Heck no. Welcome to part two of stupidity. Outright ignorance and that stunning lack of ethics and integrity. And with even a very delusional belief of self-entitlement, David Rombacher, once again, apparently is the target of, well, you owe us an answer for this, in the case of, oh my God, you've gained 15 pounds from the time you were drafted to now. How is that possible? Tell us how. What'd you do? You owe us an explanation. No, he does not. Nobody owes anybody anything automatically and nobody is entitled to anything i don't know where that came from in society but that really needs to be ripped out of society that is just insane and absurd I don't know if parents told kids that. I don't know if teachers have made people believe that. I don't know if there's some local cult out there. But you've been lied to. You're not entitled. You're arrogant. You're not entitled. Just an idiot. But these people who think they're owed this answer now for the gain of 15 pounds and want to be explained in detail of how that's possible, is it clearly not understood that David Reinbacher is an 18-year-old? He's a growing, developing athlete who's on and following a very likely specific and customized training program for him, a regimen designed for him, a nutritional plan designed for him, and likely even has some things that have been added in later years, aren't considered to be quote-unquote traditional, such as meditation, rest duration, breathing techniques, all of which are designed to add muscle, to improve endurance, and everything in between. Doesn't that seem kind of obvious that he would be on such a type of program designed for him? Montreal starting six defensemen of the future possess the skills and abilities to be the best starting six defensemen collectively on one team at the same time that the NHL hasn't seen in decades. How about everybody allows them to develop and watch excellence unfold before their eyes? How about everybody sits back, enjoys the training camp, enjoys preseason, and watches all of this exceptional amount of talent develop, evolve, come together, and continue to form the next roster and a talent level that has not been seen in Montreal since the end of the 70s with any kind of consistency. Isn't that what everybody's been longing for? Isn't that what everybody wants? Isn't that the return to excellence that everybody's been saying, come on, at some point, things have to break our way? Why aren't things being looked at like that? With that, thanks for tuning in to episode 69 of the Hockey Free For All podcast. I am your host, Steven Stiles, and I hope people will give this a lot of thought and we can start seeing positive reactions to tremendous prospects of the future that are going to be a privilege to watch excel in their sport.